Boxers, trainers, fight fans, and those that adopted a new school. This is another episode of the No Decision Podcast. This is Wes Ibarra. Here's your Joy Villapando. Here's what we got lined up for tonight. Linares versus Haney, WBC lightweight title. Very good fight from both guys. Gives me a lot of hope for one guy and a lot of questions about another. Next up, we got a very old world champion. Number three. Floyd's up next. Then we got the Lopez versus Cambosos fight right after. And finally, just finally, Canelo's number one on ESPN. That's our lineup for tonight. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to start with the Linares versus Haney fight. Boxers, trainers, fight fans. We had a great WBC lightweight uh, lightweight fight last night. It had heavyweight promise. I almost caught myself there. It had heavyweight promise down in Las Vegas. Michelob Arena, Devin the Dream Haney, and Jorge Linares. Everybody knows who Jorge Linares is. Everybody knows who Devin Haney is. Mm. And they scrapped for that WBC belt that Haney was defending. And... For a while, it looked like Linares had a fighting chance to actually upset Devin Haney. Right. As a matter of fact, we got to see something that we haven't seen from Devin Haney, and that's him being hurt. Yeah. Minus the, you know, whatever Fuchi or Flui Vuitton that he's wearing. This time was an all-white outfit, but he was hurt. Yeah. But, but... We came away with a close decision in the favor of Devin Haney. Uh, Joy, can you read me the scores again? Uh, yes. I believe there were 116-114 for uh, two judges. And I believe there was one that was like... Wait, how is it 116-114? That math doesn't add up. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, let me see. Because uh, nobody got knocked down either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on, you let may... me see. So if it's 116, it should be 112. The other guy should have gotten 112. Yeah. 116, 112. Let me just see real quick. Let me check, check, check. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely right. So, two of the judges had 116, 112. Sorry about that. And then uh, what I meant to say was 115, 113 uh, was for the other judge. I don't know who the judges were. But, um. Yeah, it, well, I mean, who cares first and I... foremost when it comes to judges? But anyway, <laughs> it's yeah, some Nevada it was, judge. It was a close fight. It was a close. It was a close fight, and we got to see. Not that I want that. Not that I wanted that. Yeah. But we got to see Devin Haney hurt. Right. And thankfully, he weathered the storm to where he didn't get knocked down. But holy hell, Linares was game. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, I don't know, Joy. Like, I I was highly impressed with Linares. Because I never really got to see him. But the one time that I actually do get to see him, he actually shows out. Right. But at the same time, I was behind Devin Haney for this fight. And I wasn't all the more impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with you. So so I'm glad that you brought that up. Because uh, the only two other fights that I uh, watched of Linares was the Campbell fight, uh, which he won. And the Lomachenko fight, which he lost, but he did drop um, Lomachenko, which was a flash knockout. But uh, yeah, um, this is the first time I've seen Devin Haney live, uh, I'll be honest. Um, I did watch him 
uh, versus famous Cuban guy. I forgot his name just escaped. Yorikus Gamboa. Gamboa. There you go. Yep. I watch him and uh, Gamboa. Yorikus Gamboa. I mean, Gamboa isn't. He's not in his prime anymore, right? He's not. He 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 wasn't like the the fighter that um, he used to be uh, when he fought him. So yeah, I did have some kind of questions uh, for Devin for Devin Haney, um, but I'm glad that you know he is going out to take some of the the bigger guys in the division, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, Linares is one of those guys that are proven. Right, they're they're proven lightweight division former champion, and so I think yeah, Devin Haney did uh, pretty well. Um, I will say, uh, I told you this, Wes, when we were watching it. Um, for uh, from an orthodox fighter fighting another orthodox fighter, he could not see the left hook coming, and that that's kind of that's um that's yeah that that surprises me. You know, just because that should be the first punch you see, right? I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it's okay, right? Like if your opponent lands jab on you, but a left hook, you know, uh, that should be one of the first things that you are supposed to see. And so I I think he's, he's going to be a little bit vulnerable to southpaws, especially Lomachenko. If he ever does fight Lomachenko, we all know Ryan Garcia, his greatest weapon is the left hook. That's pretty much his lead uh, hand, strongest hand, and yeah, it, it it's so it's so weird. Um, but also half of the fight he chose to fight in Lenara's um style, right? Like he pretty much sat down, sat in the pocket, started trading with Lenara's, and then he got hurt. First time we've seen him get hurt, but um, I think we it offered a chance to see how he reacts when he gets hurt, and so yeah. It was a it was a really good fight, but uh, yeah, congratulations to Devin Haney. So, what's next for the champ? Ooh, uh, so actually, I saw this. I'm post. not gonna ask about Linares in case you're in case you're wondering. <laughs> I, I just want to know about the champ. Uh, so it's funny you said that. Uh, there was some there was some some Instagram posts, um, saying that you know wh- whoever the outcome is, you know. They really like. I guess the fans want to see him versus Tank, which is quite interesting, right? Because Tank is is kind of, he's kind of, you know, I guess he's on his own world. Um, there's there's talks that he wants to go up in weight. He might stay in that in the division that he's in right now. Um, I think it's super lightweight, or yeah. Uh, but I mean, but then you know, after the fight, Devin Haney also got called out by. Ryan Garcia, he also got called out by Teofimo, saying that they would drop him in this fight. Teofimo, yeah, I, I could probably believe it. I think it's going to be a close fight between him and Ryan Garcia if it does happen. But um, Tank Tank is a really good, um, is a really good match if that ever happens. So yeah, like uh, I'm, like that that'll be that'll be an exciting fight. Well, if there's one thing for sure, uh, 
and I really had to think. That's why it took me a while. Yeah, yeah. Because I really like Devin Haney. Yeah. But he needs to fix that shit up. Yeah. If he has any chance at beating any of the three guys that you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, right? Like the the reason why he he stated in the post fight that um. The reason why he wanted to sit in the pocket with Lenars is because he wanted to give the fans what they want. Is that he wanted to prove to the to the fans that he could go toe to toe with some of the best brawlers in the division, right? The problem with that is, I mean, literally, you're gonna let the fans, you know, manage your fight. Like, you know, it, the, ob the objective is to get hit, and not get hit. And uh, I think if he stayed with the game plan, I think if he stayed under behind the jab, he, the score probably wouldn't have been um, close. I actually didn't score it that close. Um, and so, I don't know. Yeah, like, um, I thought it got closer towards the end, but I think um, there was some, still some rounds that I probably would have given it to Haney. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, right? We'll see who's next for Haney. Um I'm looking at the the lightweight division, and I know you didn't ask about Lenares, but I, I just don't know who Lenares fights after this. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. No, for sure. And we'll leave it there. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the other championship fight that took place. I believe 118 pounds, Nordino Bali, Nonito Denaire. Boxers, trainers, fight fans. We're now going to open up this segment with the Nordin Ubali Nonito Donaire fight. So this was at the Punch Bowl, aka Dignity Health Sports Park, Carson, California. Um, this was at 118, so I believe this is the flyweight division, if I'm correct. Um, I just like using the numbers rather than the names more. But yes, uh, this was for a WBC major world title. Nonito, like his fellow countryman Manny Pacquiao, is fighting father time. Donaire is 38. And for him to compete at this level is nothing short of amazing. This fight was supposed to happen back in the winter, but um, due to a positive COVID test that to this day, Donaire still likes to contest, um, caused that original booking date to be out of hand. But nonetheless, they got to fight last night. And oh my God. Yeah. While Ubali was looking to aggress, Donaire sat in the pocket, left hand counters, and that was his moneymaker throughout his career. And it came through for him that night to the point where he knocked him down twice in the fourth and one in the fifth to put the cherry on top. So Father Time had to take a back seat, as the announcers would say over at Showtime. So Nonito. Yes, sir, for the Bayan world champion at age 38. Remarkable joy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking remarkable. Yeah, it, it was a it was an incredible display. Um, <laughs> is it just uh, I don't know. Uh, for me, Nonito is like the he's like the he's like the bantamweight version of Oscar De La Hoya, right? Because his um his strongest hand is his left hand, and he kind of fights kind of close to Oscar De La Hoya. The only difference is that Oscar never really put his head down uh, to, to avoid punches. Uh, Donaire can actually do it, but that, that's the thing. Donaire is a little bit taller uh, in his weight division. But 
uh, yeah, it was such an impressive uh, victory for uh, Donaire. Um, the dude is now a power puncher. Back then, you know, he he's pretty much um, a speed, a speed fighter. I guess what that's what you would call it. Uh, not really a slickster, but he he was pretty fast. Um, he had impre um, incredible combinations. One of my favorite fights from him was uh, Victor Darchinian. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. So, looking back at that fight with Victor Darchinian, and looking back at last night, there there wasn't a lot of difference between Onyxo Donaire. I, I think he looks pretty good. The, I think the only difference is now he's starting to sit a lot more on his punches, um, and that's I, I feel like that's um that's what older fighters are doing nowadays. Um, they're sitting on their punches because they know that they just have enough, um, they have enough experience in the ring to outbox some of these younger fighters, uh, which prompts me, Wes, there's only one man left in front of Donair. Naoya. Naoya. Naoya Inoue. We're gonna get, we're probably gonna get the second fight, right? Um, and so... Yeah, King of the Bantamweight. We're going to see. The first one was really close. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Naoya kind of learned a little bit about Donaire, but we'll see. We'll see. This is going to be a really good fight if it happens. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so I said flyweight. So yes, you're right. It's Bantamweight. Right. And yeah, when Donaire returned to that weight class, apparently he was 14 and 1 or mm. something like that. Mm and or 11 and one something like that and yeah. the one being from naoya inoue yeah and that fight being closer than everybody thought it would be yeah and what concerns me about that is of course i'd love to see that fight again but he is running into what i call the filipino mafia so yeah there's donaire there's das marinas there's john real casimero something tells me that naoya might lose to one of these guys oh okay and those belts yeah, could yeah. go bye-bye yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's possible, right? Um, he's this is another, like, a lot of people are saying that boxing is dead. It is not. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in boxing at the moment, and and it is. It seems like it's growing, and and right now there's like some pretty good fighters in the bantamweight, in the welterweight division, in the lightweight division, uh, even the super featherweight uh, division. And so, and right now the the what is it called? The, the jewel on the crown is the heavyweight division, it seems like. So, I was about to say, I was like, I, I wouldn't mind um, uh, Countryman versus Countryman, Donaire versus Casimiro. I think that would be interesting. Um, well, that that's the thing, Joy. I mean, the reason why I would want someone like Donaire or uh, Casimiro or Das Marinas to dethrone anyways, it's not because I'm Filipino, right? It's because... For Philippine boxing, there needs to be a life after Nonito and Manny. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Right. So there, and those two guys, right, um, could be those uh, torchbearers. And of course, you know, in the fight game in general, shout out to Joshua Pasio over at One Championship MMA, holding it down for the country. So <laughs> there is a life. There is a life after Manny Pacquiao and right. Nonito Donaire, folks. Yeah. But then again, those two guys, Manny Pacquiao and Nonito Donaire, can tell you, oh, there is no life after us because we are the life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, even that they're still active. Absolutely, absolutely, right. I mean, one of the the biggest prospects that I'm, I'm trying to keep my eye on is Raymart Raymart Caballo. 
Uh, Caballo, man. Yeah, that guy's good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. And so um, he looks like he has a promising career. Hopefully he gets up there, right? It's tough when you're coming from Asia and then you're trying to break into the U.S. scene. It's so tough. Um, I'm pretty sure Pacquiao will, will even tell you. Inoue would tell you. I mean, I think Inoue just fought his first fight overseas, right? And so... Uh, yeah, I think when he fought... Uh... When he fought Maloney, that Maloney, was like his right. first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that that kind of just shows you everything. And so, yeah, hopefully, you know, prospects, hopefully they keep they keep rising, um, especially for our our country. Uh, it seems like uh, we're pretty well present, uh, represented in the bantamweight and lower divisions. Um, well, it, I, and then, you know, I think you left out one other prospect. Um, you left out... Uh, Martial, Martial, yeah, absolutely. That guy's freaking good. He's pretty good as well. And so, and there's another, there's another guy uh, out there. I can't see for the life did, of me. Did you say Dasmarinas already? Yeah, I did. Okay, okay. Oh, Ankahas. Ankahas. There you go. He's also. Yeah, yeah. So there is a life. There, there is, a, and there's another one um, that I, I'm thinking of. But for whatever reason, I can't think of him. <laughs> Either way, that's I'm really okay. bad with names, by the way. So anyone listening to um to this podcast, like I'm really bad with names. That's why I struggle whenever I'm trying to recall a fighter's name. That is probably a famous fight. I should be no, I should be remembering, but yeah. Um, I mean, either way, it's it's okay. Is uh, do you mean Magsayo? Um, Magsayo. Yes. Okay. Mark Magsayo yeah. and Donnie Nietes. There's a lot of. There's life after. There's life after. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, like I said, um, for Asian fighters, it is really hard to, to break into the U.S. scene. Uh, I think Inoue made it a little bit easier, right? Um, a lot of people, a lot of people in the U.S. in the boxing community in the U.S. try to, like, these aren't my words, but um, these are the words from a Honcho Office. Um, he actually believes that. Um, that the U.S. boxing scene looks down on the Asian um, boxing scene, and then once, once you have this intercontinental fight between the U.S. champions versus the the Asian champions, they they get surprised that some of these Asian fighters are a lot harder. They're they're a lot more skilled. Well, that's because they fight almost every two months of the. Uh, well, year, let's right? uh, let's so, also let's not forget that sometimes sports is a word that starts with R and ends with M. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think in the in our? I guess for the sake of our other fans, the running back fans, why do you think uh, people still laugh at Toyota and Honda, even though those cars are arguably better than Mercedes and BMW? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. People. I mean. I mean, you can flex all you want with your Mercedes. I'm, I'm gonna keep driving my my Honda for ten, twenty years from now. So, or I mean, yeah, you could uh, you could uh, you could flex your Hublot and your Everlast gloves once you get hit. I with got the my thousand left from the clit. When you get when you get hit with the thousand left from the clitoris, oh, it's over for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be wearing my I'm gonna be wearing my uh, my Casio. <laughs> yeah, with the and you get hit and you uh, under over your castle, you wear your clitoris gloves. <laughs> that, that'd be, that'd be if you don't know if you don't know where that's from, fans, uh, look, it, look up. it up. Look, it look up. up, look up, look up. Manny Pacquiao pronouncing Cleto Reyes. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> hilarious thing you'll probably see all day. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, what were we talking about again? Oh yeah, uh, oh, we, were <laughs> about, uh, we were talking about how Nonito winning and then how he could be on a crash course <laughs> to meet Naoya Inoue and how Inoue could run into trouble with the Filipino mafia. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, I don't know. Um, I've never, you know, I mean, I I think this speaks for um what we just uh, what we were just talking about. There's not a lot of rumors coming out of the the Inoue uh, camp. And that's because I mean they're all the way overseas. I don't think. Well, he's, he's... fighting Das Marinas in right. a couple of weeks. No, no, but uh, I'm saying is like I don't know if he has plans to go up in weight or if he's going to stay in bantamweight. Um, he's he's pretty short. He's pretty small. But I think he could actually go up until super featherweight. Uh, other, I mean, probably lightweight as well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. And he's still young, so he's definitely going to grow a lot bigger. You know. Hey, if he runs into trouble at like say 130, 130, 135, 140, you can blame Tim Bradley because Tim Bradley was basically that <laughs> the one that implied that he could be the next Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean I mean Tim Bradley knows a thing or two about the next Manny Pacquiao. So but uh yeah. Uh yeah, it's called losing him three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Nevada State judges, he won one. But uh yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, think, well, I, I actually something... think it's, it was you know in Dallas. What? So you know what? I take yeah, that back. Uh, Adelaide or uh, was it Adelaide Bird that judges that? Fight? Adelaide Bird's sure. lucky that no one has found no one has found her address at this point. I'm pretty sure she she was judging that fight, and I'm pretty sure the the referee was Kenny Bayless or something. But I love Kenny. Uh, I, I don't I don't hate on Kenny. I love Kenny. I love Tony Weeks. So yeah. Well, referees referees in this country don't do scorecards. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So. True. So. so anyway, we're gonna end on that. Shout out to the guy Nonito Donaire in his Goku colored Mizuno shorts, <laughs> and his loud but awesome wife uh, Rachel and kids for uh, having a, a green belt back at home. Um, but we're gonna take another quick break. Uh, we're gonna talk about Ploid Mayweather when we come back. Welcome back. So biggest upcoming fight now now that may is technically over uh sorry justin timberlake may is no more uh but it's gonna be floyd mayweather jr first weekend of june i believe he fights on the sixth yep that is correct that's this coming weekend on a sunday that's the first time in my life that i've heard of floyd fighting on a sunday that's how you know the world's working different these days <laughs> but he's gonna be fighting logan paul in that in this horse shit shit show thing of a fight and i'm gonna watch it you know i know i'm talking shit right now but i'm gonna watch it and i want to see if floyd can beat this guy which i think <laughs> he should all right no no yeah absolutely i mean this is a world-class fighter um and i think you know, Conor McGregor had a has a much better chance of beating Floyd because he's actually a fighter, right? I mean, no offense to, to I don't know who it is, Jake or Logan Paul. I don't know who he's fighting. It's Logan. Logan. Logan's okay. the one fighting. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, no offense to Logan. I mean, you're not a fighter, dude. Um, you you could have what three fights. That's not gonna help. And. Sorry to break it to you, but having Ryan Garcia on your side doesn't also help you because 
I mean, he could teach you as much as you want, but once you get into that ring and you start getting hit, it's a totally different story. We're talking about Floyd here, right? The the probably the greatest defensive fighter of all time, and you're not just gonna bully him around, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, Connor couldn't do it, and he's actually he's more of a boxer. He's a striker, right? And 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 MMA, and so yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I saw. I'm sorry, but um, I I think Floyd will probably take this one pretty easily. Um, I don't know if he's gonna sit on his punches just like he did in uh, Connor, but he kind of wore Connor down a little bit more, and so, and then he started sitting on his punches. So yeah, uh, I I just don't see him, you know, trying to knock out uh, Logan. So, but you know, you never know. Uh, I'm, I'm, do we know if it's going to be 12 rounds, by the way? Let me double check that. Yeah. It shouldn't, to be honest with you, because it's <laughs> technically a exhibition it, fight. But, you know, uh, to be honest, you, well, I don't understand why you're apologizing. Well, what are you, what are you apologizing for? Like, nobody wants this guy to win. <laughs> nobody wants any of those uh, two idiots to win. Uh, well, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. So, but... You know, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, a lot of people see this as a disgrace for boxing. Why are you fighting YouTubers? But if you look at the the money that he's going to make in this fight, you see why he, he's choosing to fight exhibitions instead of actual, you know, fighters out there. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think there's only one fight that Floyd could step in the ring right now and then he could make half a billion dollars and that's probably canelo sure well i will also i will say this uh i will say this it's uh four rounds oh wait, no not four rounds uh let's see four fight i don't know why i saw four uh rounds uh but it's four fight it's a four fight card hmm. uh let's double check here i hate how some of the publications ocho cinco is us. fighting in under the card right Six. It's six. I was close. It was six. It's six rounds. Six rounds. Okay. Oh, I was close. Yeah, but Ocho Cinco. The only, the only two, the only two people I'm actually going to be interested in seeing are both Jarrett Hurd and uh, Badu Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those are straight killers. You know, I'm sure Brian Maxwell or whoever he's fighting is a killer. But oh my god. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather see Ocho Cinco try and catch passes from like I don't know. Do, do we uh, know who's Ocho Cinco going to fight? Brian Maxwell. Brian Maxwell. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. I'd rather see Ocho Cinco try and catch passes from, like, Michael Vick or something. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> uh, anyway. I, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a fun night. Um, that, shocks, that shocks me, actually. Six rounds? Uh, I I would have thought it would be at least 12 because um, then he could actually, you know, 12, 12 rounds is a lot different, a lot more different from six. You know, you could he could actually wear down Logan Paul, start sitting on his punches. And like I said, right, like try to get him out of there. But six rounds is not that long. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully. Wouldn't be surprised if, well, I mean, I think it's enough time. It's enough time. But uh, what is it called? We, we might see Floyd Mayweather actually just start off fast. Like, 
like we've never seen him before and so he probably there's no feeling out feeling out rounds so he's gonna do what nate robinson did but actually it'll actually work out <laughs> i was about to say i was like where's nate in, in, in all this no but uh no i'm just i'm just playing but uh, yeah it'll be interesting uh so yeah um yeah i mean that's that's all i can say about this fight we're gonna leave it there <laughs> <laughs> so yes june 6th on a sunday floyd mayweather logan paul card showtime pay-per-view on a sunday hard rock stadium miami another break when we come back we're gonna talk about the fight that had to be moved because of floyd lopez versus cambosos on the 19th open this round with the tfimo lopez versus george cambosos fight now this is the unification lightweight fight um or is it is that right lightweight lightweight yep okay yeah um down in miami as well it was supposed to be on the same weekend as a floyd mayweather fight uh the saturday before and that was actually booked ahead <laughs> and you know it's supposed to be at lone depot park which is where the marlins play right but now it's been moved to the 19th so it makes me feel like Though Triller had this date before Showtime or that weekend before Showtime, is this the Floyd effect? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, we, we've talked about it uh, before. Uh, money talks, and of course, you don't want two fights. I mean, I mean, two kind of main events on the same day. Uh, which is kind of strange, right? Because, you know, like you said, the Mayweather fight is going to be on a Sunday, and then this is going to be scheduled for a Saturday. So, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I guess they 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 they're kind of thinking about the fans here. You know, you gotta, they're not going to spend money on two pay per view fights, right? And so, yeah, uh, especially when they're back to back. So, uh, yeah, of course, like, yeah, yeah. You want two fights, two fights of like main event caliber to be separate from each other. Be, uh, kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know, like I don't think a lot of people watch the Donaire fight because of the Lenares Haney fight, right? And so sometimes we do kind of get these overlapping fights that, uh, unfortunately, bring, you know, draw attention out of one fight and. You know bring brings it to the other so yeah um yeah it'll be strange but i mean i i'm pretty sure cambosos and tiokimo wouldn't mind uh kind so of does that so does the extra week who does that who does that favor does that favor tiofimo or does that favor cambosos hmm. or think... not extra week extra two weeks right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah i think it probably favors uh, i'm not sure i i think it, it it it'll it'll do both some benefit um you know i mean cambosos really has nothing to lose here um you know it's they, they i don't know i doubt that they're gonna use this extra week extra two weeks to rest they're probably still gonna be in training camp they only use probably probably only use one week of rest and so yeah i mean probably yeah I, I don't think i don't see any benefit for for either one i mean it's not like you know these two fighters are coming off of a um a fight you know just like right off the bat and so yeah i think 
they're well rested, they're well prepared. So I, I think it'll be equal. Okay, now that's interesting. Um, I've always thought that that could favor the champ because then it could force the uh, underdog, who is George Kembosos in this case, to overtrain. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely see that, but um. You know, I, I do think that Kambosos is a little bit more... He, you know, a lot of people downplay um, his experience. I think he has enough experience to kind of know or, or use the amount of energy or kind of manage his energy and time pretty well during training camp. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only reason why I, I say that. You know, there's not really... I don't think there's any advantage that might go on... Um, there is an injury then of course like it, it would definitely be beneficial but uh as far as we know you know these guys are pretty good it might cause an injury if they do overtrain a little bit so yeah I, I definitely see your point for sure for sure now another issue i have with that uh moving is that there's always something going on i'm sure because it's a saturday Right. Boxing Saturdays, fight Saturdays. Now, what if I told you that Top Rank has something going on with Naoya Inoue and Michael Dasmarinas on the same weekend, <laughs> which is another unification fight. So, ay, 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 yeah. ay. It's going to be a long day at the office for us that weekend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, if you're if you're a boxing manager... You know, um, I mean, because, you know, you also got to book the venues. You got to make sure, like, you know, everything's set. And this is why um, when you kind of get into the life, I think there was a documentary or a short video about uh, Eddie Hearn. You know, he's has, he has to, like, fly from, from Dallas. Then he had to fly to UK. And then literally two days after, he had to fly back to Dallas. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's tough. And so I, I could see why. Um uh, we do sometimes get these overlapping fights. Um, strangely enough, remember Clarissa uh, Shields' fight? Uh, her last fight was on a Friday. It was like on a Wednesday. Or yeah, yeah, no, Friday. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. No, I think you got it right there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there. I think there was other political things that were moving. Uh, that were happening. That's why it was on a Friday. But I mean, we've already covered that, and so yeah. No, no, yeah, one hundred percent, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a, it's quite the spectacle when you have long days at the office like that, and you know what? Hey, I don't care. There's always going to be a winner and a loser, but guess what? There's always going to be someone that's undefeated. That's us, the fans. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna leave it there. So once again. Tiafimo Lopez, George Cambosos. That is going to be now on June 19th. Same date as the Naoya Inoue-Michael Desmarinas fight um, at the Bantamweight division. Um, as, uh, as we kind of just discussed here, money talks, the Floyd effect. And that's what happened here. One last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how ESPN finally recognized who the real king in the boxing scene is. We are now going to peak the back nine here. 
hit the back nine here on our show tonight um, with Canelo Alvarez. I know we've been talking about Canelo Alvarez uh, quite a lot lately, and he's finally number one on the ESPN board. For the longest time, it was Terrence Crawford. I understand. It's top rank. Top rank's ESPN. And, of course, Terrence Wood Crawford is uh, top rank. But, nah, we know who the king is. It's Canelo Alvarez. And I don't understand why it took so long for ESPN to recognize that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, right? I mean, there's still some politics being played around. Um, especially when it comes to pound for pound rankings, um, I personally don't actually um, use um, ESPN's pound for pound rankings. I tend to like, I mean, the only one, the only list I really look at is um, the Ring magazines, um, mm-hmm. and that's because I think um, they just they're they're just a little bit more, they just have a little bit more of a like a finger on the pulse of boxing, and so yeah, but I, I mean. Well, I'm not trying to take away any credit from ESPN. I think they they're pretty close. I mean, I, I definitely would, I probably would have had the same list that ESPN has. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's interesting, right? How pound for pound rankings get um get formulated, and so yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. And there's definitely some names that strike me, like you know, um, having their their names up here but uh yeah yeah it, it, it's interesting but yeah congratulations to canelo finally getting the the recognition i think uh, i honestly think that um the ring magazine probably would have mattered a little bit more for him now what i wonder is how long is it gonna take or not is it gonna take how long will canelo stay up there oh right i mean well okay like Looking at the Ring Magazine's um, rankings, they actually have Inoue, uh second, and it's pretty close, right? And so I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, like you said, Wes, right? Like ESPN is is top rank. And so I'm pretty sure as soon as he loses, as soon as um, he loses or, yeah, I'm pretty sure loses. Um, I don't know if they're going to do him dirty if he has a draw. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think as soon as he loses, they're, they're, def- they're definitely going to drop him probably a, a place or two depending on who he loses to uh next and so yeah and definitely i mean in new way would um pretty much inherit that that ranking in, in espn it's gonna be um terrence bud crawford but interesting enough you know who's terrence bud crawford gonna fight next so yeah no absolutely but yeah, no, finally, all is right in the rankings world. So there you have it. That's our show for tonight. We're closed now. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, we'll have a fresh set of rounds for you next week. But until then, I'm Wes Ibarra. He's Joy Villapando. Have a great night.